Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1780. Spend less, live more. Part two, by Leif, a physician on fire.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, it'd be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Spend Less, Live More, Part 2, by Leif, a physician on fire.com. It's been more than a decade since Daniel Kamen and Angus Deaton published the article, High Income Improves Evaluation of Life, but Not Emotional Well-Being, establishing the loose connection between income and happiness. The conclusion was that, quote, High income buys life satisfaction, but not happiness. And that low income is associated both with low life evaluation and low emotional well-being, end quote. The number at which happiness failed to rise with higher income was 75,000 in 2010. Inflation has pushed that closer to 100,000 in the 2020s, but you'll still hear the 75,000 quoted quite often. If you read the study, you'll note that life satisfaction, as measured by the study, did continue to rise with rising income, but we see diminishing returns with small incremental increases, even with large steps up in income. Quote, we infer that beyond about $75,000 a year, there's no improvement whatever in any of the three measures of emotional well-being. In contrast, the figure shows a fairly steady rise in life evaluation with log income over the entire range. The effects of income on individuals' life evaluations show no satiation, at least to an amount well over 120,000. From Common and Deaton in 2010. One challenge in interpreting a study like this is the fact that it's based on income and not spending or net worth. I believe, and this is somewhat based on my own experience and that of people I've gotten to know in the FIRE community, that net worth increases may boost happiness and life satisfaction as much or more than income or spending. Note that spending and net worth gains are inversely correlated, 
especially in the accumulation phase of wealth building. A dollar spent is a dollar not saved or invested. If you studied physiology, you may recall Frank Starling's curve demonstrating the relationship between preload as the patient's volume status and cardiac output. As preload, as measured by LVEDP increases, cardiac output increases up to a point. There comes a point where output plateaus and then begins to decrease as the heart is overloaded and slips into heart failure. Replace preload with spending and cardiac output with happiness, and I think you get a nearly identical curve. When your baseline is to not spend much at all, as you open up your wallet, you can really improve your life and life experiences in meaningful ways. Once you're spending most of your paycheck, assuming that's a six-figure sum for a high-income professional, you begin to see diminishing returns. As your level of spending, the preload equivalent, reaches a tipping point, you might not be saving for retirement at all. You could be taking on credit card debt, you may be committing financial infidelity by hiding your true financial status from loved ones. This is the downslope on the curve where more spending leads to more stress and decreasing happiness. A drastic change is in order here. It could mean earning more or spending less. Some combination is probably best. Live more. When you spend less, you can live more. How so? First, when you create a wide gap between what you earn and what you spend, it's actually much easier to say yes to one-time expenditures. If you take that spur-of-the-moment trip to the bowl game and your savings rate drops from 50% to 45%, the consequences are relatively inconsequential as compared to lowering your savings rate in half from 10% to 5% when you're living right up to your means. More important is what happens after a decade or two of living well while spending less. For great detail, see the tale of four physicians. In summary, one can reach financial independence, that is the ability to live your life as you choose without any need to earn money indefinitely in about 15 years. At that point, you might choose to cut back and work part-time. You can choose to work in academics or spend more time volunteering. You could try out a completely different career, start a business, or retire completely. If you wanted to travel the world and never found the time, you've got all the time in the world. Take advantage. Live more. Own less. Live more. I've been more of a maximalist than a minimalist most of my life. But after moving more times than I care to admit, I've begun to appreciate the benefits of minimalism. A few years back, before our most recent move, I got rid of half my clothing, and I haven't missed one garment. Quote, the things you own end up owning you. It's only after you lose everything that you're free to do anything. Chuck Palahniuk, Fight Club. I'm not opposed to owning things and I have more than my share of stuff. But I recognize that possessions can be demanding. They require storage. Many objects require maintenance or at least cleaning. And the more things you have, the more things you have that can break down, become damaged, lost, or stolen. I don't like to spend my free time troubleshooting, repairing, cleaning, or organizing my things. 
Maybe you're different, but I prefer a life without chains. How to spend less. If you agree with the premise of spending less but are unsure where to start, I can share some tips. Track your spending with personal capital or a mint to establish a starting point. Learn to budget with the wildly popular You Need a Budget or YNAB. Or try Dr. James Turner's anti-budget. Buy fewer things. Take longer, more affordable trips. Get flight alerts from Scott's Cheap Flights and go to Mexico for $200 or Europe for $400 round trip like we have. Use credit cards wisely. Always pay the balance in full and easily earn free flights, hotel nights, or straight up cash back. If your goal is to live more, you'll find what works best for you and your family. You just listened to part two of the post titled Spend Less, Live More by Leif of physicianonfire.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. I think for most people, the benefits of spending less is having more money to save, invest, and grow your net worth. Becoming financially secure has huge benefits and can open up a lot of options in terms of navigating obstacles and seizing opportunities. However, as my minimalist friends know, There are more benefits to spending less that have little to do with money. Socrates said that the key to happiness is not in seeking more, but in developing the capacity to enjoy less. When I think about my self-imposed restriction when I was getting out of 30 grand of debt in 11 months, I don't remember feelings of deprivation. I remember it as an incredible time of personal development. I stopped wearing makeup and got comfortable with what my face looked like. I spent more time alone reading books from the library, journaling, and working out. I learned new skills like cooking, 
And I showed myself that I'm actually more resourceful and creative than I ever knew. I developed the capacity to enjoy my own company. What a freaking concept. I think the key to spending less, aside from the practical things like tracking your spending and engaging with a budget, is to develop an abundance mindset, foster an intense sense of gratitude for the material wealth that you already have. And marketers will have a tough time convincing you to buy more. What if you could get yourself to an emotional state where you know that what you already have is enough without any change in your circumstances? It might sound far-fetched, but I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is possible. And that's another episode and weekend of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you for your support and for listening every day. I'll be back with more posts for you on Monday. So have a great rest of your weekend and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.